Well, friends, before we do anything else, let's pick up that tune. Okay, let's pick up that song that the band have just uh, reminded us of. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Let's stand together. There's an introduction, and let's sing this well-known song as a start to what's going to be a brilliant day. Thank you. I'm sure you all know this song. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Amen. And as we stand before God, as we thank him for his love and his grace and his presence, let's read this prayer. Let's speak this prayer to God at the beginning of this day together. Lord God, for this new day, we say thank you. For this opportunity to worship, we say thank you. For your goodness and amazing grace, we say thank you. For the precious gift of life given to us, we say thank you. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Friends, it is so good to see you, and I welcome you in the name of Jesus to worship here today. It's good to see every single one of you, but it's especially good to see baby Sade here. Isn't she lovely and isn't she beautiful? And we're glad you've been able to make it. We wondered a little time there whether you were, but Sade, we're glad you've come. We're glad... Are you bored already? She's yawning. Um, right. <laughs> We're glad you've come. We're glad you've brought your mum and dad, Marie, and Aid with you, and your sister, Shio, and your brother, Toby. I've met you before. A number of people have met you here before. But uh, Sade says, welcome to my celebration. So shall we welcome this family and their friends to this celebration? Bless you. It's so very good to see you all. Um, I've been away uh, for a little time. Angie and I tried to get some holiday, but a lot of stuff happened. Um, we kind of got a little bit of a break, but it's been a full-on week. Um, there's been exciting things. There's been not so good things. There's been sad things happening, as well as the ordinary. Um, but I thank God that he's been there with us through all of the experiences that we've had over this last week. And what an exciting time to be in Essex. A lion was on the loose. Yeah? <laughs> Did anyone spot it? No? no? Well, you know, it was a, it was a roaring story. And, um, it, it, yeah. We, now, I've got a story. It's not about a lion, but it's about a camel. It's the best I can do. All right? Um, but this little baby camel was talking to his mummy. All right? And the baby camel said to his mum, Mummy, why do I have big, flat feet? And Mummy Camel said to the baby, that's because when we're going on journeys in the desert for a long, long time, the sand is very soft and the big flat feet help you to keep secure and safe in the sand. Oh, said the Baby Camel and went away and thought about it. The Baby Camel came back to Mummy Camel and said, Mummy, why have we got big, long eyelashes? So Mummy Camel said, well, we have big, long eyelashes because when we're in the desert and we're going on long journeys and there's big storms and the wind's blowing and the sand's blowing, the eyelashes keep the sand out of your eyes in the desert. Oh, said the little camel and went away and thought about it. Then the little camel came back to mummy and said, Mummy, why have I got a big hump on my back? So the mummy camel said, well, you see, when we go for long journeys for days in the desert and there's not a lot of food, we have a, we have a hump to store water and food on the long journeys in the desert. Oh, said the baby camel. And the baby camel went away to think about this. The little baby camel came back to mummy and said, Mummy, I get why we've got big flat feet. I get why we've got big eyelashes. I get why we've got a hump on our back. But why are we in Bristol Zoo? (laughs) Have you ever wondered why, what, who... Where? Questions of life. Have you ever asked, who am I? Have you ever asked, where am I going? Have you ever asked, what am I doing on earth? Or what on earth am I doing? Yeah? Have you ever asked those questions? I'm sure you all have. But as I look at this beautiful little baby, you know, some of those questions are answered. Who am I? I'm a child of God. This baby points to a creator. When I look at a baby, I think, how can people doubt in God? And something of the answers to those questions, who, what, why, where, are answered when I see a baby. And my prayer is for every single one of you, whether you've been coming here for 50, 60, 70, 80 years. I don't know why I'm looking at David Hayward. Or or whether you've just walked into this room. My prayer is that some of the questions that you bring into this place will be answered as we meet in the name of God 
who is the answer to our questions. Would you watch the screen? Watch this DVD of Psalm 139, then be ready to stand and sing a song that I've written for today. Watch the screen. O Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my every thought when far away. You chart the path ahead of me and tell me where to stop and rest. Every moment you know where I am. You know what I'm going to say, even before I say it, Lord. You both proceed and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. Too great for me to know. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the place of the dead, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the Father's potion, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night. But even in darkness, I cannot hide from you. To you, the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are both alike to you. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body. And knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous, and how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion. As I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, oh God. They are innumerable. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up in the morning, you are still with me. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you. And lead me along the path of everlasting life. are wonderfully made. So let's sing to our creator. We're going to stand. There's four verses. There's an introduction between each verse. And I hope these words reflect something of what you want to say to our God today. Let's stand together and sing these four verses. We've relaxed a little, yeah? It seemed a little bit of a rush right at the beginning, getting in. It's nice to see all of you. I love the description of church being family. We are family. Say that with me. We are family. Brothers and sisters who share the same creator God. So why not turn around to people now, welcome each other into this place and say, you look beautiful, and give someone a shake of the hand and just welcome people into this place. People behind you. It's good to see you. Bless you. And then take your seats if you've been told you are beautiful. Okay, grab a seat. Bless you. So then, if you take your seats, um, can you all hear me? Hands up if you're a child. All of the children in here. Yeah, some of the adults are as well. Yeah, all the children in here. That's good. Yeah? Now, children, can you listen to me for a minute? Okay, because I know it's difficult sometimes in a big meeting like this. Have you got any favourite toys, children? Oh, yeah? What's your favourite toy? Your Lego. Have you got a favourite toy? No? A game? What's yours? My DS. Your DS. Yeah, cool. Any other favourite toys here? Have you got one? Yeah? A DS too. Right, I'm sure you've all got favourite toys. Oh, there was a little girl at the back. Yeah, yeah. What's yours? Barbie. Yeah, that's right. When my wife and I were in the training college some years ago, um, at the Bible college for the Salvation Army, they used to call us Ken and Barbie. But anyway, that, I, I've, I've got a toy here. And I wonder whose toy this is. I wonder whose toy this is. If you look on the screen, you'll see. Jade is saying, hey, that's my toy. And she's really looking at this little toy. She knows it's hers and she's going, what's that funny strange man nicked my toy for? This is Mrs. Tiggy Winkle. 
alright? And this toy is a very, very special toy of Sade's. And she's really excited. I'm not going to give it to you yet. Uh, um, okay? Right. <laughs> but this toy is a lovely, lovely toy that she enjoys holding. And this toy helps her to learn things about texture. It helps her to learn things about colour. It helps her to learn things about shape. And we would pray that Sade will grow mentally, that she will grow physically, and we also pray that she will grow spiritually, that she will know that there is a God in heaven who loves her. You see, this little toy, Mrs. Tiggywinkle... Sorry. This little toy, Mrs. Tiggywinkle, points to a creator, doesn't it? If I was to say to you, this toy was just, just happened, you would say, gosh, you're stupid. I'm intelligent. I know that toy had to be made. How much more complex is Sade's body? How much more complex are we? We point to a creator, a God in heaven. And as I give you your little toy there, we pray that this service will be special for you and your family. You'll remember it because they'll tell you about it. You'll remember it because you'll see pictures. But let's all remember... Let's all remember that we point to a creator and he wants us desperately to grow in every way, not least spiritually. If we're not growing spiritually, can I suggest then something is missing in our lives that doesn't make the whole picture complete. And my prayer is that today and this service will help us to grow in every way. All of those who put their hands up and said they were children, could you come and join me on the platform here? There's some music going to play, all right? And, and I'm going to ask you to hold some stars because we're going to sing in a moment, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Come and join me, all of you singers, all right? Grab a star, grab a star. Hey, look at this. There you go. You can hold that for Sade. There's, there's a star there. All right. And if you turn in a minute when you've got a star and face all these people, I know it's a bit scary, but it's what I have to face every week. All right. Oh, we've got some more there. There we go. In front of you. Yep. Okay. Now, if some of the children stand over that side as well, stand over that side. Ian's, Ian's going to do some ballet. All right. To this. There we go. Come, come up here. There's, and if you face the congregation, face all these people here, and I'll tell you what, we'll sing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. And um, I believe that every single one of us are like a light. And these children and everyone in this room are like a light in the world. And we shine by the way we speak, by the way we act, by the way we live. And we bring something of the light of God into the world. Because children teach us so much about God. Now then, you guys out there, you haven't got a little star, but you've got your fingers. So you can do the actions, can't you? You're looking forward to that, aren't you, mate? Yeah, I can tell. All right, um, and uh, we'll do the actions for Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. And as you look at these children, and also as you look at pictures that will come on the screen of Jade, we thank God for her light in the world. So let's sing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. And then Andrea is going to say a prayer together. Twinkle. Twinkle. seeing so adults you need to show them to teach them as well don't be embarrassed I saw football this morning and the men on the terrace were going like this to a football team so we're just singing Lord I shine for you okay together
say a little prayer now. We're going to talk to God. And Andrea's going to say a prayer. And together at the end, we can all say Amen. So, Andrea, you say a prayer. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of this day, which allows us to come here to worship you, to celebrate, to discover truth, and to to find new inner strength. Father, on this special day, we give you thanks and praise for who you are and for all that you mean to us, for your love, your forgiveness, your acceptance of us, for your patience and for your provision. Father, we come into this place with so many different experiences from this last week. Whatever our circumstances, Father, help us to hold on to the fact that you know and understand and care about everything about us. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 So, children, you can go back with your stars. You can keep those stars. Give them a big round of applause for helping us. Well done. Well done. No, 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 no. This is a very busy time for the Salvation Army um, at the moment, and we're starting our annual appeal. We're going door to door, knocking on the doors, and collecting money that will help people in need, people who really desperately need our help. And so please forgive us. We've got a little bit of an announcement to make because it's a really important work of the Salvation Army, and we need to communicate to people here what you're going to be doing. Can I encourage you all to do what you can, all right? If you've never collected before, just do one road, do two roads, and uh, let's work together to help people in need, which is what the Salvation Army uh, is all about. But David works ever so hard, all right? And uh, I think we should say thank you to David for all that he does for the annual appeal. We'll do that after he's told you what you've got to do. All right? Okay, David. Just about this time of year, I sometimes get a kind of sinking feeling in the stomach. It's a kind of anxiousness. And so I went to the doc and I said, you know, I get this anxious feeling, a sinking feeling in my stomach. And he said, um, oh, you, I don't think it's anything serious. I said, well, aren't you going to give me some pills for it? And he said, no, I've, I've uh, been treating several cases of this. I think the outbreak starts round about Baddow Road. <laughs> and what it is, it's called, you know, these doctors, where is he? There's, these doctors always have fancy names for things, don't they? Big, <laughs> big Latin names. He called it something like annual appealitis, I think it was, something like that. Anyway, I know why we've got this anxious feeling in our stomachs, because we don't like being rejected when we go to collect our money. We don't like people saying no to us. We might have nine people saying yes, stuffing fivers in our box, and one person is a bit nasty about it, and it makes us feel terrible. I just want to say to you a couple of things that will perhaps help. One is, uh, a little while ago, we wrote a book called Unfurling the Flag, which was the first year of the Salvation Army in Chelmsford, 126 years ago. Those people put up with more than we would ever dream of now. And there's a little article in here, which you can have a look at afterwards. I won't read it out now. We haven't got the time. But when they'd been to an open air and went going back to their barracks, they got hassled so much that they got pushed into the River Chalmer. And, you know, I think nowadays we wouldn't put up with this kind of stuff. Just being told no when we go to collect is a nuts bite compared with that. Um, then the other thing which I'll, I hope will encourage you to take part in the collection this, this time is um, an award that we're doing. It's not for the one who collects the most or does the most hours. It's for the one who can remember the most original little excuse. We get little excuses why people can't give any money. Uh, so the most original little excuse will win this award for this year. You have to give it back at the end of the year. And like all engineers and um, physicists, you'll know about this, uh, we always have acronyms for things. So most original little excuse is a mole. And this is the prize for somebody who brings back the most original little excuse. Okay? I expect this to be judged by our majors afterwards. We'll perhaps have a box out there with the most original little excuse. I'll just give you one or two of mine. Um, 
I've just been on holiday and I've only got euros. The dog's eaten the envelope. My wife's out and she's got all the money. I'm only babysitting. Uh, one I like especially is there's no one in. And uh, I only give to lifeboats. We don't do religion. Those are all good ones. But the, my favourite one was when our son Nick went collecting on a Sunday lunchtime and he uh, knocked on the door and a lady came to the door and she said, I'm very sorry, love, I haven't got any money, but would you like a roast potato? <laughs> so that's my contribution for the Mole Award for this year. And uh, I hope you all have a go. So when you're feeling that you've got a bit of annual appealitis, just remember three things. All the, all the aggro that our original uh, Salvation Army people put up with 126 years ago here is much more than we'll ever have to put up with. The second thing is that you could look after my mole for one year. And the third one is that, you know, when, what Jesus answered when he was asked the question, uh, who is my neighbour? So next, next week we'll be talking about where all the money goes to. Thanks very much. Let's thank David for all that he does. Thank you, David. And, and, and it's a cliche, but it's true. More hands make light work, yeah? If we all do what we can, then together we will be able to help each other to help others in the name of Jesus. Our choir, the songsters, are going to sing now. And this is a song of praise. It's a song of worship. As we look at baby Jarde, that's what today is all about. Worshipping, praising God for the gift of life he has given to every single one of us. This song says, I lift my hands, I lift my heart, I lift my voice to a God who's done so much for me. Thank you, songsters. Amen. Thank you very much. So what is today about? Well, well, today is an excuse for a celebration. It's good to have a reason for a party, isn't it? Today is a chance for family and friends of Marie and Aid to show their support to you and your precious family. Today is a day to say thank you to God for Shade. Today is a chance to pray for you and your family. And it goes right back 2,000 years ago into the scriptures. On an ordinary day, the birds were singing. Can you hear the birds? Jesus had been really, really busy. He'd been preaching, he'd been teaching. He was exhausted. And he sat down. And a load of children were running around and they were making a noise as children do and they were excited. And they came running to Jesus. And the disciples tried to push the children away. But Jesus did something quite different. Listen to the Bible reading. Mark chapter 10, verse 13 to 16. People were bringing little children to Jesus to have him touch them. But the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. And he said to them, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. I tell you the truth, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, he put his hands on them, and he blessed them. Amen. And whatever our age, we are God's children. And we ask him to bless us and to be with us right here, right now. Before we enter into and share in a little dedication ceremony for baby Sade, let's sing together, Father God, I wonder how I managed to exist without the knowledge of your parenthood and your loving care. We're going to stay seated the first time, then we'll stand and sing this song together. Can I just ask you to change the word, but now I am your son. Let's sing there, but now I am your child, all right? So that's relevant for all of us, right? For now I am your child. I am adopted in your family. Let's sing together. There's an introduction, and we'll stay seated. Thank you. I didn't... Can I have a cushion? Seated.
And Margaret Hardy, who is a Salvation Army officer, um, has had a lot to do with the family. And uh, so I know she counts it as a privilege to be able to lead this part of the service for Marie and Aid and their precious children. Thank you. It is a privilege this morning to um, conduct the dedication service of Shardy. We've seen Shardy virtually since she was born. She came along to bowling with bass, just a few days old, and I think she was passed around virtually everybody at the bowling alley there. But we have Addie and we have Toby, who I think is sound asleep. But some of you may have seen Toby. He's been on our YP outings to Walton. He's managed it onto the beach and off the beach, and all the sand has been outside Marie's house. And um, we have Shio, which was our very first contact with the family, because when we moved to St. Peter's and we held the base there, Shio was one of our very first base members to come along to St. Peter's. And the family came along on the very first night that we had Chelmsford Got Talent. And if you can remember back to those days, although we've become very sophisticated now, Shio did canvas painting on the stage and she stood up there and tried to draw her lovely canvas painting for her. And as I was chatting to Addy, he remembered those days and the warm welcome that he got there. And I hope that this morning too that you feel the warmth of the fellowship here for you each. We also have Donna on the end, who is the godparent. She is um, the principal carer for Toby, but um, Addy and Marie have asked her to be Shardy's godparent. And I'm also going to ask and invite Hilary to come and join us, who's part of our cradle role, and Sue Farah, who is our children's ministry, and who is the leader of the base and also has had a great deal of work with Marie and Addie and sharing in their family life. As we come together this morning and as we share in this dedication ceremony, I talk to Marie and to Addie and I say to you that in presenting Shardy, this child, to God, you wish to give thanks for her. You want to give thanks to God for her precious gift. You want her to grow up to be healthy, wise and good. You therefore promise that you will keep her as far as you are able from everything that is likely to harm her in body, mind or soul. If this is your intention, then I will receive the child in the name of God and on behalf of the Salvation Army. Is that okay? Isn't she lovely? There she is in a fancy gown. I'm going to take this out. There we are, smile. Smile at them all. There you are, you can smile at them. I invite the congregation to stand as we dedicate this precious child to God this morning. In the name of the Lord and on behalf of the Chelmsford Corps of the Salvation Army, I receive this child, Shardy Esther Adisola, in recognition of the promises made by her parents this day. And this morning, we all want to witness this ceremony to support the family to be part of Shardy's life. And we are called upon this morning to support her, to support her parents, Marie and Addie, in this important role of parenthood, of nurturing a young child. And as we stand here with Donna as a godparent, you too will have responsibility to support Marie and Addie and also Shardy, encourage her in her life's development. And this morning, as Godparent, the role that you take on in this dedication, I ask that you this morning remember a dedication prayer which says, Lord God, we give thank to you for this gift of your child to this world. Give us grace to dedicate ourselves to one another and to you, to be channels to each other of your precious love, freely given and freely received. May you remember that in these next days, months, and years to come. And God bless you as you support the family and as you support Shardy. 
as a congregation, we would all want to support with our love and with our prayers this precious family. We think of Toby, and we think of all of Toby's needs, which sometimes can be very demanding for Marie, as well as looking after Shadi and Shio. But we know that Shio does a lot to help out in the house, and we do appreciate that. But as a family, for you each, we do pray God's special blessing upon you. We do pray that in these days, that as you nurture Shadi especially, that you will be blessed and that you will receive much blessing. Shall we pray together as a company of God's people? Father God, we have witnessed this morning and we give thanks to you for this special child. Father, we pray that as we give Shadi back to you this morning to say thank you for this glorious gift of life, the life that you have entrusted into this precious family unit. Father, I pray this morning that you would bless each one of them, that you would bless Marie and Addie, that you would bless Toby, that you would bless Shio, and that you would bless Shadi. We think too of the extended family, of grandparents and friends, and we thank you for all the support that they give. And we ask this morning too for them, that your blessing would be upon them. We think of Donna as the godparent, and we ask too for her support, that you would bless her through all that she endeavours to do. So as we now celebrate this dedication, may we experience your love and your peace in all of our hearts. For we ask a prayer in the name of Jesus. Amen. And now Hilary has got something to say. I couldn't do anything else but um, make Shardy into a hedgehog. This oh. is a favourite toy. It's a little hedgehog. It's a little hedgehog. You know what I thought? Over here. And that's Shardy and Sally. So as we come to the conclusion of this important part of the dedication, I give you a certificate to certify that Shad has been dedicated and that we have given her, presented her back to God with thanksgiving. And as you as a family grow together, we will support you. We will try to nurture you in your faith as well as your family life. And it says on here, Dear Father God, the giver of every good and perfect gift, we thank you especially today for the joy and beauty that you have brought into the world with this little child. As she learns to love, understand the mysteries of the created world, may she also come to a saving knowledge of the Creator and so share in the glories of the world unseen through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Mm. <laughs> Wave to everybody now. Wave. Shardy. There we are. And there is sparklers and Sunday school from now. So let's welcome the family. Let's welcome Shardy as a member of our choir. Thank you, bless you. Please take your seats. I'm going to light a little candle here. We light candles on special occasions, don't we? And let this little candle be a symbol of Sade's life as a light, a bright light, a beautiful light, a radiant light, a light that will make a difference in the world. And uh, we pray for protection and blessing upon you all as a family just now. This is a celebration and Aid has requested a song. Aid and Marie came to our barbecue and they heard um, a song and they also heard a a very good rapper in this song and uh, at the end Aid said I need that song for the dedication all right so we're going to sing a song and it's got a bit of a rap in that Ian is going to (laughs) do. Thank you. Okay. Um, 
the rap goes like this. When I say Jesus, you say Christ. Jesus. Oh, Christ. Jesus. Jesus. When I say Ale, you say Luya. Ale. Ale. When I say give him some, you say praise. Now give him some. Give him some. When I say give him some, you say praise. Now give him some. Give him some. But it'll be three times louder than that. All right? And that's the rap. And there's a little bit of a song in the middle that goes, Sing before him. La, 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 la. He's a mighty God. Clap before him. He's a mighty God. Shout before him. And you go, woo, woo. He's a mighty God. Dance before him. All right? And you can follow Ian Arnett. He'll do a bit of Scottish dancing. All right? Um, or Georgia might do some street dance, all right? Whatever, and you can move your, move your stuff, all right? But this is a song requested by the family, and uh, it's a celebration song, and it actually reminds us of something that is special about Toby. Toby's name means, our God is great, our God is big. Toby's name means that, and this precious child's life tells us, our God is good, our God is is great. So let's stand together. We're also going to give in the offering, because when you stand, you can dig deeper. All right, let's stand together and share this song together. Praise God. Please be seated. What a mighty God we serve. Amen? Amen. Aid, thank you for letting us choose that song, and thank you for letting us sing that in your beautiful daughter's celebration. The band are going to play at the end of the meeting, okay, as we, we leave, because we were pushed a little bit for time this morning. It's not a problem. Usually at this point in the meeting, there's a big sermon. It can be 10 minutes, if my wife does it. Straight to the point, concise, great. It can be 15 to 20 minutes if I do it. But on special occasions, it's usually about 30 minutes. Is that okay? Yeah? No. Do you know what? I'm not going to give a big, long sermon. I'm just going to tell a story. And then I thought to myself, oh gosh, people might think, oh, we've not had a sermon. But then I thought, who was the greatest sermon teller in the world? Who was the greatest sermon giver? Jesus. And he told stories. Interesting, isn't it? He just told stories. And different people got something from the story, depending on their age, depending on their thinking. So I'm going to follow the greatest sermon teller in the world by telling a story. And then saying a little few things about it. And I hope that this story will speak to all of us. Children like stories. And this is a story about, you know that little baby camel at the beginning? Well, he's grown up now. And he's called Cecil. And Cecil lives in a zoo. Can you see the picture on the wall there of the camel? Yeah? I've just realised most of the children have gone out, haven't they? (laughs) I've just realised that. Okay, but we're all children, and um, this story will speak to adults as well. I know it will, all right? And this is a story about Cecil the camel. And Cecil was in a zoo, and it was a very special zoo, because every third Wednesday, all right, every third Wednesday, once a month, they opened the cages so that all of the animals could catch up. The public didn't go into the zoo. All of the animals could catch up with each other, so the hyenas could talk to the baboons, all right? The, the hippopotamus could have a chat with the kangaroo. The zebras could talk with the lion when they weren't escaping and going to Essex. All right? And in the zoo, all of these animals could catch up with each other. Now, on this particular day, Cecil was feeling a little bit sad. He was feeling a little bit fed up. In fact, he really had the hump. Yeah. Okay? And do you know why he had the hump? Cecil the camel had the hump on this day. He was fed up because of the way he looked. He didn't like the way he looked. Do you ever have days like that? And on this particular day, Cecil the camel was walking around the zoo and he looked at some of the other animals. He looked at the elephants and he saw the big strong legs of the elephants. And as Cecil the camel looked at the elephants, he wished that he got big strong legs like the elephants. So as he looked at the elephants, he wished and he wished and look what happened. He wished and he wished and he wished and Cecil the camel became Cecil the camelephant. What did he become? Cecil the Camelephant. Now, Cecil the Camelephant was walking around the zoo with his big, strong new legs, thinking, this is great, what else could I have? And he looked at a field with the deer and the antlers, and their posh antlers, the antelope, yeah? 
And Cecil the Camelephant looked at the antlers on the antelope and he wished and he wished and he wished and he wished and look what happened. Cecil the Camelephant became Cecil the Camelephant antelope. What did he become? Cecil the Camelephant antelope. Now Cecil the Camelephant antelope was walking around the zoo thinking this is really good with my new legs and my new antlers. And Cecil the Camelephant antelope was looking and he saw the birds by the lake and he saw some pelicans with big beaks and he saw that pelicans put fish in them. So he thought, wouldn't it be good to have something else that I could store food in? So Cecil the Camelephant antelope looked at the pelicans and as he looked, he wished and 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 he wished. Press the button. He wished, okay? And Cecil the Camelephant antelope became Cecil the Camelephant antelope pelican. What did he become? Cecil the Camelephant antelope pelican and he thought this was wonderful as he was walking around the zoo and Cecil the camelephant antelope pelican always thought to himself it would be good to fly and he looked at the birds in the sky and he looked in particular at a little yellow canary just like that one over there who looked there's not one there really all right and Cecil the camelephant antelope pelican looked at the canary and as he looked he wished and he wished and he wished and he wished and look what happened Cecil the camelephant antelope pelican became Cecil the Camelephant Antelope Pelicanary. What did he become altogether? Cecil the Camelephant Antelope Pelicanary. Now, Cecil the Camelephant Antelope Pelicanary was walking around the zoo with his new bits and pieces, feeling really good, when he noticed that people were laughing. And he didn't like the fact that they were laughing, and it made him feel really strange and upset. And he didn't know why. And as he passed a lake, he looked into the reflection, and he realised just how silly he looked. And Cecil the Camelephant Antelope Pelicanary looked at his reflection and wished he was poor old Cecil again. And as he wished, and as he wished, and as he wished, Cecil the Camelephant Antelope Pelicanary became Cecil the Camel. He never forgot the lesson he learnt that day. And it's a lesson for every single one of us. And in a way, perhaps there's a reason why the children have gone out. Because they sometimes get this. And later on in life... We forget it. You don't have to be like anyone else. And I'm not talking about what we look like here. Your personality, the way you think, the way you act, the way you speak, what has made you, you, is there for a reason. And you don't have to look at anyone else and think, oh, I wish I could do that like him, or I wish I could be like her. Yes, we can learn from each other, but you be the best you you can be. And I've met people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s who still haven't discovered who they are. They're still asking the questions, like the little camel. Who am I? Where am I going? What am I doing on earth? Or what on earth am I doing? And my prayer is today, whether you've come into church and you've never been before, or whether you've been coming to church for years, that today you will know who you are. A precious child of God. A person who's been created to reflect something of God in the world. There is a reason you are like you are. And this is the good news. God loves you the way you are, but he doesn't want to leave you that way. He wants to make you even better. So you can discover the reason you're here on planet earth. There's a Bible verse, Jeremiah 29 verse 11, and it says this, for I have plans for you, says the Lord, and they're good plans for you. It's about discovering your destiny. And our destiny is not to get to heaven when we leave earth. That's our destination. Our destiny is to discover why we are here now on planet earth so we can make the most out of our lives. So that we can do with our lives that which our creator God has designed and destined for us. As I look at baby Shade, I'm reminded that God came into the world as a child when he decided to show us how to live, when he decided to show us how to love, he stepped into this world. And a Bible verse that reminds us of that is the verse on the screen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, Jesus, so that whoever believes in him will not die, but will have everlasting life. Say that with me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, Jesus, so that whoever believes in him will not die, but will have everlasting life. 
My prayer is that Sade, that Sade will know the love of God. That that precious child will know the love of God. She knows the love of family. She knows the love of friends. And my prayer is that one day she will decide for herself to choose to believe that there is a God who's watching over her, who made her, who loves her, who has plans for her. And she will allow him, a God of love, to guide, to lead and direct. And my prayer is for every single one of you that you will know the love of God right now. That you will know the love of God in your hearts and in your heads and in your mind and in your spirit. Because when we look at the cross, the cross is a huge love sign for the world. The cross is a sign from God which says you are loved beyond measure. Can we have a picture of the cross there? Thank you. It's a big love sign for the whole world. You are loved immeasurably. You are loved immensely. You are loved incredibly. You are loved in count count a lot. Okay? (laughs) You are loved immensely, immeasurably, incredibly, incalculably by a God in heaven. And my prayer is that you will know that now, deep in your heart, and that that will make a difference out there in the world that we live, by the way we speak, by the way we act, by the way we love. We've dedicated little baby Sade this morning. But I pray that we will all dedicate our lives just now. I dedicate my life to God. I give my life to God. Look at that picture. I give my life to you, Lord. Is that something that you want to do now? In a deeper way than ever before? Maybe for the first time. Or maybe again. You are a child of God. And he has plans for you. And together as family, we've celebrated a life. Together as family, we celebrate the life that God gives us and we pray to the creator and designer of our lives, help me to use my life in the right way. Help me, Lord, as I give my life to you. We're going to sing, King of Kings, Majesty, God of Heaven living in me. Donna, I'm going to ask you to come forward here with a little one. Okay, just come and stand here by this candle. Just, just face this way. Okay? As you look at that light, we've dedicated this little child to God. Those of you who want to support this child, you dedicate your life to God just now in a deeper way than ever before. And I'm going to ask you during this song to come and stand and stand here. To come and stand symbolic of I want to live my life for God I might not understand it all but something's happening in my head something's happening in my heart that tells me I've got to think about this and maybe for others just now in a deeper way than ever before you want to say Lord I give my life to you I'm going to do that as I stand here that's what I want to do so as we sing this song come and stand then I will say a prayer before we have our final song all right Come straight away, because I know now, for some of you, your heart's racing. And that's God speaking to you. So stand and come forward and stand here, supporting this little one, but also saying, I give my life to you, Lord. Thank you, Gary. Someone else? Bless you, Myrtle. King of kings, majesty, let's sing as we come and stand. Amen. Amen. What a beautiful moment. Amen. People standing before God saying, I dedicate my life afresh and new, maybe for some for the first time. For those of you who have maybe stepped out for the first time, do come and see Andrew and I. We'll meet you over buffet. We'll talk to you. And we want to help you as you help us on our life's journey. I can't help but think of something that happened during the Olympics. It was the opening ceremony. Bless you, Toby. Am I boring you, mate? Okay. I'll be, I'll be one minute. Prince Charles gave a speech. Do you remember? He gave a speech. And he, he addressed the Queen. He said, Your Royal Highness, Your Majesty. And then he looked at her. And he said, Mummy. Yeah? And in that moment, there was an intimate moment when a child of 60 plus address someone who, yes, is Her Majesty, but she's also mummy. Friends, God is the King of Kings. He's Our Majesty. But He's our Heavenly Father.
He's my dad. He's my dad. And I desperately want people to know his love. I desperately want people to know that he cares for them. And my prayer is right now, whatever your age, you will know that you are loved beyond measure by a God who says you're my child. Let me pray. Father, as we have worshipped you today, we thank you that we've been reminded that we're your child. We pray right now for each other. And we pray that in this significant moment, you will speak to us and you will help us to discover what it is you want from us in these exciting yet challenging days. And help us as we step into another week to know that we go, yes, with the creator, the king of kings, the sovereign of the world watching over us. But we also go with someone who says, you're my child and I'm your heavenly dad. So help us, Lord, as we trust you and as we step out in faith. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Please be seated for a moment. We're going to stand in a little time for a song, but I'll let you get sorted before we sing a song which says, For the beauty of the earth, for the beauty of the skies. It talks about creation, it talks about life, and it is a wonderful song to finish with. Let's now stand together and sing the five verses straight through. It's number... 28 in the songbook, and I will remember about giving out song numbers. Forgive me that I haven't done that this morning. All right? Let's stand together. Thank you, Sade, for allowing us to have a lovely service. Yeah? We'll remember it, won't we? And whenever we talk to Sade later on, in years to come, she'll be reminded of this day. God bless grandparents, too. And I've just been aware that your mother's poorly. Yeah? She's been rushed into hospital. Her name's... Um, She's at home at at the moment. Okay, all right. Okay. And her name is... Hetty. Hetty. So we pray for Jade's family. I pray for a great grandma just now as well. And uh, Andrew's going to pray a blessing. We pray this blessing for this little one, but we pray it for all of us here too. Let's pray with our eyes open, shall we? And look at Jade. The Lord bless you, Sade. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And give us all peace. Amen. 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 God bless you, friends. Be assured that you can join us now for tea and coffee in the foyer. And uh, have a great day. And tonight... For those of you who want to come here at 4.30, we're going to have songs together. We're going to have a lovely time. The band of songsters are going to take part. And we've got, I've got a confession. It's not just strawberries. Um, it's ice cream, strawberries, strawberry sauce, uh, cream, and a wafer. Hey. Yeah. God bless you. The band are going to play us out. And uh, have a good day.